Shalom Abrach, we're Abdiv Amazdav, Kuf Yud Beis. Today's Dav discusses uh, what we started yesterday when the Yavma and Yavama disagree. They make opposite claims whether he was actually boil her or not. What happens if a woman makes a neder not to have Tashmish? And we assign the 13th parak and begin with a gigantic Mishnah discussing various cases of a Cherish's marital status. We begin with the Gemara that asks, which Tana holds that within 30 days we assume that a man can withhold himself from intimacy? Rabbi Yechanan says that it's a mayor who says in a brisa that a husband can come to Bezdin with a tinus basulim for up to 30 days. Rabbi Yechanan says that he only is allowed to make that claim immediately. If he comes later, then he's definitely just trying to find a way to get out of this marriage, and he had this planned out originally. But really, he did find Basula. But he says that's only when they were actually secluded together, but if they had not been Nister together, then he can make his Tainus Basulam even after 12 months. Rabbi says that, that our mission can even be going to Shita Shabiyosi, because Shabiyosi only said a Shita over there, with his Arusa, who he is comfortable with. But when he's talking about a case of Yibam by his brother's wife, here he's very embarrassed. And it's possible that he actually waited longer to be together with her. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, why are we saying that he should do Chalitza with her when he's making this Taina that he had not been boiler? Why don't we make him do Yibum? So Rav explains that we're talking about where he actually gave her a get. So she has a get, so the option of Yibum was off the table. But we could make him do Chalitza. So now the Gemara asks, in a case where the Yavama says that the Yavama was not boil her within 30 days, no matter what he says, no matter what his claim is, we force him to do Chalitza. If it's after 30 days, then we request that he does Chalitza. If she says, he was bail me, but he says, I wasn't, he must give her a get. If he says, he was bail her, and she says, he wasn't, even if he changes his mind and says, oh no, Taka, I wasn't bail her, he must give her a get and Chalitza. Over here, why doesn't Bezdin require him to do Yibam? So Rami answers, he needs to do chalitza with the get. We only, we're only asking him to do the chalitza. We're not forcing him to. Ravashi says over there, he gave her a get to undo the zika of the yibum. That's why you need chalitza. But over here, he's giving her a get for marrying her. A get by the yibum doesn't work like it does by marriage. Now, in the case that there was a case where two, the Yavam and Yavama, both agreed that they had not had a Bia yet. They came to Rava, and, he, and Rava told the Yavam, do Chalitza, and then you can give her a get. Surah so Shirav, you told Rava, aye, the Brisa says you need get and Chalitza. So Rava said, oh, he, t- he took it back. He said, okay, look, if you have a Brisa, you have a Brisa. Next, uh, Hoin, the son of Rav Nachman, asked Rav Nachman, what happens with the tzores of this Yavama in our case? When answered, just because forcing or asking the Yavam 
to do chalitza. That's going to answer the tzaras. The tzaras are also potter. Now we had a case of the woman being noider hanoa from the yavam. So the, the Gemara brings a Mishnah that says that originally they would allow these three women to leave their marriage with their ksuba. Number one, a woman who says that she is tome to the husband, that she had been defiled. Number two, if she says that the shemaim is between us, that the husband could not consummate their marriage. And number three, if she makes an eder not to have tashmish with anyone because it's too painful for her. But then later they changed their halacha and they said, we don't want the woman to find another man that she wants to marry and then make one of these three claims and use them to ruin her current marriage. If a woman, rather, if a woman says that she had been defiled, she has to bring a raya. If she says that the husband can't consummate the marriage, then we request request of the husband to divorce her. If she makes another nachmish with any Jew, the husband can be made for his own chalik of that nether, so that he can have tashmish with her. And then the rest of the Jews remain usher to her that nether. So now the Gemara asks, if she makes one of these nedarim against any Jew, I'm not having tashmish with anybody, it's too painful, how does that affect a yavam? Is, is he included in that nether? Do you think she had him in mind? Do you think she had in mind that her husband would die without kids? We have to do yibum with her brother-in-law. Maybe her brother-in-law was off the table. So Rav says that a yavam is different than the Baal, and he would be allowed to do yibum, not included in the nether. Shmuel says that the yavam is the same as the Baal. Abaye brings a riot to Rav that the yavam is different from a Mishnah that tells us if someone makes a nether against Hanah from her, uh, from his yavama, from her yavam, while her husband is still alive, then we make that yavam do chalitza. Now, if it's true that she does have in mind that she may end up doing yibum, we shouldn't force a chalitza, we should request a chalitza. Because maybe her kavano was on this brother-in-law. And the Gemara answers, that's not necessarily a raya. We're talking about a woman who has children, and, she, and, the, and her falling to yibum is so far-fetched, all of her kids would have to die before her husband dies. That's why she didn't have das. That's over there why we forced the chalitza. But over here, where it's a little less far-fetched, it's included. Ah, it's mashma that if she did not have children, then we would request the chalitza. Promise that we learned that if she did have her yavim in mind while her husband was still alive, when she made her nether, then we request the yavim to do chalitza. Why didn't we write this all in our Mishnah? Why is it so cryptic? We should have just said that that is only the case when she has children. But if she doesn't have children, then we're not going to force the chalitza. We'll ask a chalitza. Rather, this is this Mishnah is a raya to Rav. Because, you see, it doesn't matter whether she had children or not. When she made the nether, and we forced the chalitza, she's different than... A yovim is different than a husband. Which began with regarding miyun. Now we start a new parag with a Moridiga Mishnah talking about the halachas of a chayresh and a chayresh's marriage. And the Mishnah lists a number of cases. If a chayresh marries a pikachas or a pikeach marries a chayresh's, 
they can marry or divorce as they please. Stay married. Just like they got married using sign language, that's how they would divorce. Now, what happens if a pikeach marries a pikachas, and then she becomes a chireshas? If he wants, the pikeach can divorce her. If they want, they could stay married. But if she becomes a shaita, he cannot divorce her. If he becomes a chayresh or becomes a shaita, he's never allowed to divorce her. The Yechon Benur says, he asks on this, why is the man any different than the woman? When the man becomes a chayresh, he can divorce her. When the woman becomes a chayreshes, he can divorce her. When the man becomes a chayresh, he's never allowed to divorce her. What's the difference? So the Chachamim explained to him, the man is different than the woman because the man needs das when he's being megarish, but the woman does not. Whether she wants to or not, if she's, if she's holding a get, she's divorced. Good Godo was made on a chereshes whose father married her off that she can be yoytzeh with a get. This is exactly our case. She doesn't need das. If there were two brothers who were chereshen, they married two sisters who were chershes, or two sisters who were pikachas for that matter, or two sisters, one was chereshes, one was a pikachas, or alternatively, two sisters who were chereshes who married two pikchin, or two brothers who were chershen, or two brothers, one was a pikachas, one was, one was a pikach, one was a chiresh. These sisters are potter from chalitza and yibum. If they are not related, then they can get married or divorced. If they are two brothers, one of them is a cherish, one of them is a pikeach. And they married two sisters who were pikchois. Now the cherish married to the pikeachas dies. What should the pikeach who married the pikeachas do? She must get divorced because she's now a choisisha. If the pikeach married to the pikeachas dies, the cherish married to the Pikachas gives his wife a get and as Eishe Sachev she's lost her forever. If there are two brothers who are Pikachin who marry two sisters one's Echereshes one's Pikachas if the Pikeach married to the Echereshes dies the Pikeach married to the Pikeach gets divorced because now she's a Choyzeisha. If the Pikeach married to the Pikachas dies the Pikeach married to the Chireshes gives the Chireshes a get because she's Eishes Ochiv. The Eishes Ochiv gets Chalitza. In the case when you have two brothers, one's a Chireshes, one's a Pikeach. And they marry two sisters, one's a Chireshes, one's a Pikachas. If the Chireshes married to the Chireshes dies, the Pikeach married to the Pikachas gives his wife a get because of a Choysisha. Keach married to the Pikachas dies. The Cheresh, married to the Cheresh's, gives his wife a, a get, and the Eishah Sachiv is also forever. If you have two brothers, one's a Cheresh, one's, one's a Pikeach, and they marry two unrelated women who are Pikchois. Now, if the Cheresh, who's married to the Pikachas, dies, the Pikeach, married to the Pikachas, can give his... He, he can either do Chalitza or Yibam with his sister-in-law, the Pikachas. If the Pikeach married to the Pikachas dies, the Cheresh married to the Pikachas marries her, but he's never allowed to give her a divorce because he's a Cheresh, he doesn't have the Koyach. 
midaraisa to divorce, but he has a chiyaviba midaraisa. Two brothers who are pikkin, who marry two unrelated women, one who is who pikachas, one who is zichirashas, and the pikeach married to the zichirashas dies. The pikeach married to the pikachas, he does yibum, and if he wants a divorce, her, he can. He's a pikeach, but if the pikeach who's married to the pikachas dies, then the pikeach married to the zichirashas can do either chalitza or yibum. They have two brothers, one's a cherish, one's a pikeach, and they marry. Two unrelated women, one's Chereshes, one's Pikachas. If the Cherish dies, the one married to the Chereshes, so now the Chereshes falls to Yibam, what does the Pikeach married to the Pikachas do? He marries her, and if he wants to, he can divorce her. Because he is a Pikeach. If the Pikeach Baal Pikachas dies, then the Cherish is married to the Chereshes, he does Yibam with his Chiresh's sister-in-law, but he's never allowed to divorce her. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.